Searching for his former master, but I've never seen such devotion in a droid before. Uh, he claims to be the property of an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is he a relative of yours? Do you know who he's talking about? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. A long time. I think my uncle knows him. He said he was dead. Oh, he's not dead. Not yet. We you know him. Well, of course I know him. He's me. Hello, and welcome to episode six of Force Time. My name is Travis, and today I am so excited to have a very special guest with me, Kara DJ. Kara is a collage artist, zine maker, Star Wars fan, and friend. Kara, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me. Just a little background. So we met through the Blast Points Super Chill Group on Facebook last year, and we've just kind of been friends ever since. And I guess, do you remember how you found Blast Points? Hmm, I think it was actually through Sky Talkers. I think I started listening to Sky Talkers first, and they had a episode where they collabed because I was looking, I was going to celebration and was like panicking because I wasn't really in involved in fandom that much at that point. But I was like so excited to go to celebration. And I was like, I need tips. I need help. What do I do? So I listened to the Sky Talkers celebration episode. And then I think I found blast points through that. And I just like, I've listened to almost every episode, if not every episode, multiple times. <laughs> so yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Blast Points rules, first off, and Sky Talkers rules, too. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, be sure to check them out. Uh, those are two really, really good Star Wars podcasts. Um, I found Blast Points on Twitter, I think, in 2018. And the first episode that I listened to was all about Count Dooku. And I'll, so I'll never forget, it was when Solo was getting ready to come out on Blu-ray. And it was when they talked about, uh, they're like, yeah, I hope that when it comes out on Blu-ray that there's a full Lady Proxima commentary about the whole movie. <laughs> and they did like, they did like the Lady Proxima impersonation and everything. Yes. They're so good. So yeah, we met in the Super Chill group, which is their Facebook group. And mm -hmm. um, it's like the best fan group. It's just so positive and, and so fun. And there's just so much good stuff in it. So that's a little bit about how we met. One of my favorite things about Star Wars is that there are so many different entry points into Star Wars. There's the movies, TV shows, theme parks, um, everything. How did you get involved with Star Wars or what first sparked your interest? It's, it's hard to, honestly, it's hard to remember just, I mean, as far as being interested in Star Wars, I feel like there was never a time when it wasn't 
part of my life. I have a, a half brother who is 15 years older than me. So he was always super into Star Wars. So I, I know that I was always watching it with him. And then also my dad has always been really into like film and special effects. So I know that he was always showing it to me and I just always enjoyed it. It was just part of life. <laughs> like I can't, so I don't remember like the first time, but I guess the first, the, like this new kind of resurgence of like really getting into it probably was in 2016, like before Last Jedi, I read the Phantom Menace novelization kind of out of nowhere. I was like, I don't remember what sparked it. I was like, cause I, I was like, well, I really like Star Wars. And then I started seeing all the books. I, I worked at bookstores for like over 10 years. So I was seeing all the books and I was like, man, maybe I should just read one. So I read the Phantom Menace novelization and was just like, what? Like I'd love, I loved it. Even though seeing the movie so many times, the novelization was like so good. And then I read attack of the clones and I just like kept going. And then it just kind of like snowballed from there. Basically. That's awesome. That's, that's yeah. I, I think for a lot of us, that's the answer is that it's always been in our lives somehow, but yeah, I was kind of the same way. I, um, I remember it obviously like from when I was young and everything and I loved it. Uh, I was a prequel kid, you know, I was, uh, around, you know, I think I was maybe like, let's see, it would have been 99. So I'd have been 11. Yeah. When mm-hmm. Phantom Menace came out. So, so it was like right up my alley. So I just loved it. But yeah, kind of the last couple of years is when I've really gotten into, you know, the fandom and things like that as well. So yeah, that's, that's really cool to hear. So after all that, now you have an amazing Star Wars fanzine that you created last year uh, that features a collage art, uh, among many, many other things. I guess first, when did you start as a collage artist and what was your inspiration? Hmm. Well, collage art is kind of the same thing. It's like I, I've done it for so long, but I think it started like, oh gosh, at least 10 years ago, if not more, I started making art journals that were kind of like scrapbooks plus. They were like just a, a mixture of mementos and also collage art. So I was doing that a lot. And then it kind of kept growing and I started doing it on like individual kind of like canvas type sheets of paper. And I've just always saved scraps of paper and pictures and cut magazines up and cut up old books and would just kind of hoard clippings. So collage art kind of started from there, I guess. So it's it's been a long time that I've been doing that for sure. I wasn't like super familiar with collage art. And so when I started following you, since I've seen your Instagram and everything else that you put out there, I've just been like super interested in like that world. And um, it's just so cool to see, you know, especially in the, in the zine, what, what got you started with the zine? And I guess, first off, I should probably ask, could you explain kind of what a fanzine is and um, yeah, kind of how you got started with the Star Wars fanzine? Definitely. Yes. So fanzines have been around since the 70s, if not even earlier than that, probably earlier, uh, especially in science fiction. Uh, they started, I think, really growing with Star Trek. And then when Star Wars came out in 77, then the fanzines started coming out from that. So basically, it's like in a pre-internet world, that was like the way that fans communicated. And it was like a self-published, um, handmade magazine or news newsletter 
where people could share their opinions or share their fan fiction or share their fan art or just like kind of discuss these like theories and things. That was where all that really grew and blossomed in the pre-internet age was in fanzines. Uh, There's a really great Blast Points episode all about fanzines, which I definitely recommend. And also uh, Looking for Leia, the documentary had an episode all about fanzines and especially women in fanzines, which I was lucky enough to submit a little art to. And that episode also gives a really great kind of summary of Star Wars and fanzines, probably better than I just described it. So there's that. But um, (laughs) as far as my fanzine work, it started when uh, I was going to celebration and I heard through like talking to people and, and looking in Facebook groups and stuff that people trade things. And I was like, I have to make something. I have to bring something that I can give away. And I am a collage artist. So I was like, I'm just going to find a way to make a really simple folded. It's like one page uh, folded pocket size zine and I'll pass it out. So I made 50 of them. And I gave them away at celebration just to like people whose cosplay I liked or people who were trading or just I just like threw them everywhere. And so I started with that, with that little pocket size one at celebration. And then I was like falling deeper and deeper into fandom and was thinking like, what if I could make a fanzine basically? And I didn't know if I could, and I didn't know if I should. And then I realized that my library locally had really affordable printing. So I just kind of gave it a shot. And and then it just has been going since last June was my first issue. And you were my first subscriber. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Um, yeah, it's that's so cool how it started like with Celebration. I went to celebration. I was just there on that Monday last year, uh, mm. but I didn't realize that that like people hand out all sorts of stuff. And so like my daughter was um, with me and she was dressed as Ahsoka and we were just there for one day, but we just came home with so many buttons and awesome. just all sorts of stuff. It was, it was so much fun. So I, and I'm glad that you included that celebration mini zine with the first uh, the first issue as well. So that I was, did, really I, did. I got that. I didn't see it for celebration, but I'm glad <laughs> I got them amazing. So, so do you have a favorite issue so far you're coming up on your 10th issues getting ready to re- um, release? Yep. And do you have a favorite out of any of the previous nine, you know, or the 10th? <laughs> the 10th is pretty good. I will admit I'm still like in the very final stages of like gluing things down, <laughs> but, um, and I do like it a lot just because it's all about Obi-Wan and I love Obi-Wan a lot. So it just is really, has been really fun to work on it. But I think if I had to pick a favorite, I, I like different ones for different reasons. I think that my favorite issue so far is probably issue five, which is called Ask Me Again Sometime, which is my favorite line from the saga that Luke says to Leia when she asks him what's wrong in Return of the Jedi. He says, ask me again sometime. And basically it was filled with Q&As that I did with some of my favorite fan creators and some of my friends. And yeah, that was just a really fun one to make. I love that it just is like full of all people's different thoughts and opinions and favorites and, and stuff. And I also wrote 
an article in that issue about um, the about Disney Plus having a late release in the UK, and that was like my first shot at like quote unquote like real journalism, and that was really fun because I I definitely want to do that more uh, in the future. So yeah, I I have a special place for that issue for sure. Definitely, I I love all of them. And I keep them all on my bookshelf, like with all my Star Wars books and everything. And my comics are right there. Mm -hmm. And I do have to say the last one right now is my favorite because uh, it's, it's, I would like to see the baby or I would like to see the child, right? No, the baby, the baby. I would like to see the baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And there's two baby Yoda sipping broth on the cover. Mm -hmm. And there's an additional two baby Yoda. I'm just a sucker. I have my baby Yoda shirt on and mm-hmm. it like, I'm just a sucker for it right now. And I'm doing a Mandalorian rewatch right now. And it's just like, oh, so he's good. so cute. It's it's, yeah, it's such really a good cute. show. It's like, anytime he's on the screen, I'm just like, it, whoever I'm watching with, I'm like, look, 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 it's baby Yoda. Like, check it out. <laughs> it's just so cute. So True. that's, that's my favorite right now. Another one too, um, was the look at Kylo Ren and, mm-hmm. um, kind of the a little bit of um, kind of where he's been and where he's going. And there was a little bit of speculation in that. And I just, Kylo Ren's one of my favorite characters. So I, I love that. But like I said, I love all of them. And, and if anyone is listening to this, you should definitely check these out because they're, they're so good. And I, I, I look forward, like getting mail is just so fun when I know it's like, yeah, exactly. I go out. And I check the mail like every day after I know that you sent it out. I'm just like, okay. And and I think I'm kind of far away from you. So I get it like a day or two <laughs> after some other people and I'm super jealous, but I'm so happy like when it comes in. It's so I look forward to it every month. Yeah, that's probably one of my other favorite parts of it is is actually physically mailing things. Like I did some math recently and I think I've sent it to like what, like 10 countries? That might be wow. an overshoot. Between five and ten countries and like I send it to like at least 20 states every month and it's just like so cool. Like, you know, I'm, I'm probably never going to go to Australia, but like my zine has goes to Australia every month. Like that's just really, yeah. it's really, really cool. That is, that is so awesome. It's global. It is global. It really um, is. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're creating these, uh, what does the process look like? Like how, do, how long does it take? Uh, what does it look like from beginning to sending them out? Right. Well, it depends on, on me a lot. Um, and my mind, my state of mind, because sometimes I'll be like so stumped and then I'll just get a rush of inspiration and I'll finish it in like two nights. But basically like I'm already thinking about like at least two months ahead right now. Like I know what I'm going to do next month more or less. And I, I still have a little bit of space to play with. And then I, I have a plan for, for May, obviously. So the easiest way to start for me is because it's like a certain number of pages and I know how many pages it's going to be. I'll write out each page and then what I want to be on each page basically. And then I'll start collecting the pictures that I want to use. I'll print those. I'll start arranging everything. And yeah, so I I make it all. That's the other thing that like, I'm not sure if it's clear when you see it, maybe it is that I make it all physically by hand. It's all totally analog. I have like zero digital skills (laughs) in any way. So I make everything with like scissors and paper and glue and then I, and so I'll print stuff, cut it out, and then put it in the zine. And then I scan. And then after I scan it and I'll print it, 
fold it, staple it, put it in the envelope, mail it. <laughs> so usually like I'm in the throes of it right now. And this issue has taken like, like sincere work on it. I mean, it's taken the whole month. It always takes the whole month, basically. Um, just like collecting the information. I, I rewatched a lot of stuff for this one, especially. I do a lot of uh, research in like visual dictionaries sometimes. And then if people are contributing, then that also adds to the timeline sometimes. So it's kind of like, kind of like that, basically. Yeah. So usually yeah. it takes pretty much the whole month. <laughs> and you can tell, you can definitely tell how much like thought and care is put into it because like I, I take the time and look at every page and like mm -hmm. all the borders around everything. And there's like, I think there was one with like a bunch of little job of the huts and like, just like, yeah, my friend Aaron drew those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah my so friend good. Aaron drew the drew the job of the huts and he drew the little Ewoks in the last issue. And then uh, he has some uh, art that he drew for this issue, too, that I love. It's so it's so cool. And it's so much fun I, to have other people's art in there because I have no like artistic skills as far as drawing goes. So like I'm always so impressed with that. And I, I love when people send me stuff and the cover of this issue. I like can't even begin it's it's the most beautiful drawing of obi-wan holding baby luke that my friend sean from scotland did and it's just oh it's i feel so blessed to have it because it's it's stunning for sure it is really good you put that out on instagram and like i'm ready to have it in my hands it's it looks so cool and i guess since this episode will be coming probably when people receive this can you tell Yay. us a little bit about episode or about issue 10 Sure. Um, I'll spoil it for you. But um, so basically what I did was I went through every movie that Obi-Wan appears on screen. And I, I will admit I didn't put a lot of focus on the sequel trilogy just because he's only a voice, you know. But basically there's one page per movie, kind of like I did um, an issue about C-3PO last year that was kind of similar to that. This is kind of that like deluxe. Um, so each movie has a page where I talk about kind of generally where Obi-Wan is at in that film. And then also I mainly talk about my favorite moments from each film of his. And then I also talked about the Clone Wars um, TV show. There's a page for that. And then, uh, and I, I mentioned, I tried to mention everything. I'm going to miss stuff. That's the thing is like, it's like with this stuff, it's like, I know I'm always going to miss stuff. Everyone's been very kind to me so far. But it's like, I know I'm missing stuff. I know I'm leaving stuff out, but it's just the to the best of my ability. This is his journey, basically. It's definitely focusing on my favorite parts from each film. I also have a playlist in there with songs that, what did I say? I was like, this is what I picture. I picture Obi-Wan like wandering the deserts of Tatooine with a 2004 iPod classic. And like, this is the music that he would be listening to. So uh, there's a playlist with a QR code so you can check out the playlist. And I also talk a little bit about the show coming in the future and kind of what I hope for that and just generally like the process of how that was announced, a little summary. And then there's also a little Q&A with James Arnold Taylor, which is like ridiculous, but <laughs> it's really, really cool. So he just, I, I sent him a couple questions and he sent the answer. So it's like, okay, so it's very, very cool. So cool. I cannot yeah. wait to see it. That is, I'm so happy for you. I'm, that's such a huge thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. That's, uh, that's so cool. Yeah. It's, 
it was it was amazing because it's like I just sent the email like there's absolutely no way that I'll get a response and then and then his business manager responded and I sent the questions and it's just you know like general stuff about how it felt to play Obi-Wan and inhabit it how he came up with the voice and like favorite moments and stuff like that but yeah it turned out really really cool that's so awesome. I love him in Clone Wars. He just does Obi-Wan so great. And like, and he's I just love him. I totally forgot. That's right. That's yes. Amazing. I just love his like, his sassiness, you know, in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. It's so good. Like we get a little bit about uh, of that in the prequels, but just Clone Wars, we, we get it like almost every episode. It's so good. So uh, just going back to your collage art, do you have a favorite piece of collage art that is non-Star Wars? Oof. Um, yeah, there's one that I made. It's probably about 11 by 17. And it's I, I use a lot of flowers and uh, florals and plant life in my collages. I don't know why. It just it really catches my eye. It's my favorite thing to blend together. Um, and I use it in the Star Wars art as well. But I have one like 11 by 17 piece that I did that's all florals and it has a a drawing of a woman and she's crying and she's holding a, a handheld mirror. And I think I got it from like a vintage magazine that I managed to find um, and cut to shreds. And yeah, that's probably my favorite non-Star Wars piece that I've made for sure. Nice. Uh, where else do you get like where else do you cut things out of? And you said mm-hmm. vintage, vintage magazine, where else do you look mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff? Yeah. So I, I worked at a bookstore in New York uh, several years ago and they would sometimes, cause they, they use, they had used in rare books. So they would buy in lots from people all over the place. And they sometimes if they got magazines, they wouldn't want them. So they would throw them away. So I would always, take them home. (laughs) So that was helpful. I also go to a lot of Goodwills um, and and thrift stores and things like that. Also, uh, the library often has free magazines. And also, um, they'll have old books that they're getting rid of for like 50 cents. So I do that a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I've been very lucky that like somebody, (laughs) somebody was giving my library every issue of gourmet magazine since like 1985 and I just took all of them. So (laughs) that was really lucky. Uh, Yeah. So I find it mostly in old magazines, old books. I'm trying to recycle magazines as much as I can. And yeah, kind of like that. I'm always looking for more stuff though. Always, always, always. That is so cool. Um, Yeah. If if you're listening, definitely check Kara out on Instagram. It's sacred something by Kara and there's just so much cool stuff. I could look through all those pictures and I have a ton. It's just so creative. So good. Thanks, Another thing. So we mentioned it a little bit earlier, but with looking for Leia and if you're not familiar with looking for Leia, it's a docu-series um, that features women and non-binary Star Wars fans who share their stories uh, about their passion and, and love for Star Wars and how they express that in different ways. It's directed by Dr. Annalise Ophelian, and she is like the sweetest person. I met her twice, and we actually, she's so cool. And my daughter makes a very short appearance in episode one. And uh, she just, I met her at Celebration, and she got some B-roll of her, and it was just just so cool. But you were involved with looking for Leia. Can you talk a little bit about that and kind of how that looked for you? Yeah, that was uh, just like such an amazing stroke of fate kind of but 
it was through the zine, somebody who I, I think I sent it to, I think it was Savannah Odit, who the dorky diva on Instagram, and she has an amazing podcast. And I think I said her last name wrong. I'm sorry if I did, but I, I had sent her the zine and she posted it um, on Instagram. And then Alyssa Bradley, who drew the amazing, this is the way poster of the armorer, uh, which is the fantastic illustration. She's so, so talented. She was the art director for um, looking for Leia and she saw the zine on Savannah's Instagram. And then she reached out to me and said, we might be looking for artists for looking for Leia. And I had heard of it and I was following them and I knew about it. So I was like, uh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so it turned out they were making an episode. Um, one of their episodes was about fanzines and the history of fanzines. So they basically asked me if I could do some backgrounds for the, when they were going to show still photos, they wanted to have like a creative background basically. So, um, yeah, so it just kind of happened and it was, it was really, really amazing. It was unlike anything I've ever done before that kind of work because I was still working in all analog because that's all I'm capable of. But then they kind of took it and were able to animate some of it and uh, make it work on screen in such an amazing way. And my favorite, favorite part is the very last still from that episode is like a frame and it has a, a drawing of Leia that's from one of the fanzines and she's like kind of looking up and um and I made that whole thing analog and that's probably my favorite favorite part because you can really see uh the work and, and it's it's just really cool and that that episode was just so amazing and god I when I watched it the first time I like ugh, just sobbed like so hard crying and yeah it was just it was such an amazing experience to be a part of that because it's such an important documentary and I think it would it just will warm your heart and like lift you up and make you feel hopeful and make you feel creative and inspired. And yeah, it's just all so, so good. It is. I, I can't recommend it enough. Like mm -hmm. um, it's a seven part series and episodes are, I think about 15 minutes or so long, but like every episode, it just, it feels like it's an hour long episode, like deep dive. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just done so well where it's, there it's it's just directed really well it's the stories are amazing i think i cried like every single episode like it was <laughs> so good i mean it, it obviously it started in the first episode like seeing my daughter on screen i was like oh oh my god but oh, going so like good. past that like every episode was just so good and it, it's available on youtube right now you, you just type mm -hmm. in looking for leia has all seven parts and it was um it premiered on the sci-fi channel back in december and mm -hmm. yeah it is just so good it was there's so many different types of fan expression and there was the droid builders and uh the fanzines and some fanfic and just i oh, mean cool. everything it, it was just so good um was there anything not necessarily just uh in looking for leia but is there anything like fan expression wise that has just like blown you away is there anything that you'd want to get involved in um, later down the road if you had the time mm -hmm. and everything like that well I think the thing that blows me away the most is also probably the thing that I don't think I ever want to do <laughs> which is um I'm so inspired by cosplay I'm so inspired by uh the 501st and the, the Mandalorian mercs and just all cosplayers I'm I'm so uh enthralled by that art form it's so incredible I still don't really understand how <laughs> how they do it because it's so cool 
and I know so many people that cosplay and they do such amazing work and I love to see it in person. I love to see it online. I love to see it on Instagram, but I don't think that I would ever want to personally do it. Uh, <laughs> but I do, I, I really love it. I think it's, it's so incredible. And yeah, talk about a, like an art form. Oh my God. It's, and it's amazing. It's art that you wear, you know, it's, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So that's definitely the one that like impresses me the most and blows me away the most. As far as something that I would want to get involved in, gosh, I don't know. I think I just want to keep making, making stuff, you know, <laughs> that's all I can think of. I just want to keep making stuff. Absolutely. I just being inspired by all those episodes and just anything that you see. I mean, at Star Wars Celebration, like just walking around and seeing all the different cosplay. Like I, yeah. I made my daughter's Leku and that took like, she had an Ahsoka Leku and everything that took oh my so long. And it was just out of like Crayola clay stuff. And like, I painted everything, but that took me like three months just for that piece of it. And I obviously, I didn't work on it like every day, but I, you know, right. I, as time allows. So yeah, I just have like so much respect for them. And then like, we saw like the coolest emphasis at celebration and like, I'll always remember her and she was like so sweet to my daughter. And she was just like, she handed us a little um, like necklace thing and everything like that. It was, it was, it was staying on the topic of like fandom. So when did you join the online fandom? Yeah, I guess it would be, I guess it would be last April. Cause I, I had an Instagram that I, for my, tarot reading I, I have read tarot in the past and so I had an Instagram for that and then that was slowly turning into a collage art Instagram where I was basically really just sharing my collage art and then I made the mini zine for celebration and when I came back from celebration I shared it basically and was like hey I've never told anybody this on Instagram but I really like Star Wars and I'm probably going to make more Star Wars art so it kind of, I guess it started in April and, uh, and yeah, kind of went from there. I, and a, lot I of it, honestly, a lot of it had to do with the super chill group too. Like yeah. the super chill group is like the, the origin for so much of my, my, my villain origin story. Because, <laughs> you know, because like when I first made the zine, that was really my main community of, of fan friends at the time. So that was where I shared it for the first time. And that was how like you saw it and you subscribed and that was how other people saw it. And then I posted it on Instagram and it kind of just like went from there, but yeah. So I didn't realize like the scope of online fandom before like the last Jedi. So like I wasn't involved in like message boards or anything like that back, you know, during the prequel times or anything like that. But after the last Jedi, like I started seeing tweets, like I love the last Jedi and mm -hmm. I got online and then like, I just saw so many people that agreed with a lot of the things that I loved about it. But then you also see the opposite side of it, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of when I got into fandom, like online fandom. And yeah. it's such a like interesting scope of like, there's different clicks and there's different like I'm on Star Wars Twitter and it like it's a mess a lot of times but I feel like I've got my timeline down pretty good where like I really enjoy following everyone that I that I have and I like having conversations with those people and it's just like it's it's so fun it's it took me a while to like see where I 
fit in and see kind of who not just had similar thoughts that I did, but who I could get along with or who like respectfully mm-hmm. went about it. And then, yeah, you're right. The super chill group, like it's, it, it's name is, is totally accurate. Like it's so much fun. I, and I've been in a couple other groups that like just didn't work out because there's just too, too mm-hmm. much negative negativity and everything. And it was just so cool to, to find, yeah, super chill group and, and some people on sure. as well. Yeah. And that was a big part of it. Now that you say that is like, I'm, I am not on Twitter and I don't plan on ever (laughs) on it just for, just for me, you know? Um, Yeah. That was a big part of it was, was figuring out. It's not like pretending it's not so much pretending that the negativity isn't there, but it's just like, I just don't want it to be in my daily life. So a lot of, a lot of my, fan experience was also create figuring out how to create the space around me so that I was only following people. Not that I agree with, that's not what it is, but people who are not awful, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I follow plenty of people that I don't totally uh, quote unquote, like agree with, I guess. I don't know, but like, I'm also very easygoing. Like I don't have a lot of like aggressive opinions, which I don't know, but like, so I just kind of was able to like create the space so that it was healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So important. That's yeah. It took me a while to get there, but yeah, finally after kind of seeing how online fandom works and it, it got yeah. a little bit easier. Celebration is in Anaheim this year. Are you going to celebration this year? Oh yes. I will be there all four days. I am so excited. I it's like I as soon as I went last year, I didn't know what to expect and I couldn't actually even go, so I worked there. I don't know if I ever told you that. I worked there. That was how I was able to get there was by applying to work. Um so I worked in the celebration store for four of the five days, which was a real experience. <laughs> but um I bet. But it was so unbelievable, just the whole experience of being there that the first thing I thought was like, I'm never going to miss another one unless it's in like, maybe if it's in Europe, I won't be able to. But if it's in the US, like, I'm never going to miss it. So yes, I will be in Anaheim all four days. What about you? You'll be there too, right? I think so, at least for one of the days. So I have a (laughs) wedding that weekend. That I'm in. So I'm going to try to at least get out there for Thursday. And then, yeah, I'll likely either have to fly back like super early Saturday if I can get a flight or Mm. um, Friday night. So I like pretty sure I'll be there Thursday for sure. Because it was the same way when I went last year. Like I didn't know what to expect. That was the first time I went and it was Mm -hmm. was in Chicago. So I'm in Kansas City. So it's like eight hour drive. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm not missing that. And I had yeah. work all weekend. And so the only day I could go was Monday, but like just being there Monday was just like the coolest experience ever. And like, yeah, I got Monday to meet a lot of day. people. Monday was a good day. Yeah, It was, and like, wasn't too crazy. It wasn't too busy or anything like mm-hmm. that. And I got to meet like so many people that I met um, online and like uh, one of the guys that uh, on Twitter that were mutuals i had him buy me a, a tano shirt the ahsoka shirt yes, that um her yes. universe was so because they were like selling out so i was like hey you know can you get that for me and so like that was the first time we met was in the hotel lobby he you know brought the shirt for me so it was just like cool stuff like that like the the online like friendships and and stuff has just been like the coolest thing over the last 
couple of years that have come out of like the online fandom. For real. That's why I'm so excited to go uh, this year is because now I am going to know so many people there and get to meet them in real life. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so excited. It was crazy. Like every time I turned around, there was someone else that I like knew their avatar on Twitter, <laughs> you know, I was yeah. like, Hey, <laughs> I know you, you know? And they're like, Hey, Travis. And like, we'd talk for a little bit or whatever. And then like, I ran into sky talkers, uh, Charlotte and Caitlin. I ran into, I actually ran into, uh, Jason and Gabe from blast points, like right before we were leaving, like they were out oh, wow. kind of as we were exiting and they're like both like seven feet tall. So you yeah. can't really miss them. <laughs> So I was like, I got to say hi to them and everything. And it was just, it was so fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm like really hoping that I'll be there at least for Thursday, maybe Friday. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I want to be there at least for that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just really looking forward to it. Um, So more about Star Wars. Uh, Time to dig dig into kind of a little bit of your Star Wars uh, favorites and preferences and things like that. So I guess the first question, it's always like the most difficult question for me. Do you have Mm -hmm. a favorite movie out of all the Star Wars movies? Yeah, it's not difficult for me. Return of the Jedi is like hands down. I don't know why. It's like every time I even think about, although I did watch A New Hope a couple days ago and it is so good what but no return of the jedi is definitely my favorite it's just something about it i just yeah i really really love it a lot i think it's it's anakin it's 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 the ewoks yeah no i think it's like anakin and luke and and just the whole thing and oh god yeah i love it Return of the Jedi is, is so cool. That's the movie, like, when I think of when I was, like, super young, like, that's the one I remember, like, mm-hmm. out of out of the first three. Um, that's the one I remember watching, and probably because of the Ewoks. I just love the Ewoks, so right. that helps, too. Mine normally, normally mine is the one that I'm watching. Like, I'm, yeah, that's, I'm going to, I'm going to use the easy answer there, but like last points just had their attack of the clones episode. And Mm -hmm. just thinking of that, I'm like, oh my God, every time I watch it, like there is something like cool that I find different and it's just, it's so good. But yeah, I've been a last Jedi, like since that came out, that's kind of got towards the tops, but, but really it's, it's so hard to pick. Like they're, they're just all so good. Yeah, I actually watched I watched Attack of the Clones today as part of my Obi-Wan research because uh Attack of the Clones Obi-Wan is like by far my favorite Obi-Wan. Just he's like yeah. so at his like peak in that movie. I just love him in that movie so much. So I watched Attack of the Clones today and you're totally right. It's like it's really good and that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. It's just fun and it's weird and it like it it does it encapsulates like everything about Star Wars and yeah I just I love it that one keeps like creeping up my rankings like every time I watch it I'm just I just love it even more. Do you have a favorite scene or scenes that that really stick out to you or that really uh, speak to you? Yes, I have two that come to mind right away. Um, the first one is definitely what I mentioned before from the zine issue five, uh, when Luke comes back in return of the Jedi from going to Dagobah and he comes back and, and he hugs Leia and she looks at him and says, what's wrong. And he says, ask me again sometime, because I feel like that's the first moment that they like recognize the force connection that they have as siblings. And I just, 
I love that scene so much. And then my other favorite, honestly, is like the tiniest little thing, but in A New Hope, when they are in their stormtrooper disguises, Luke and Han, and they're going to rescue Leia, and there's a part where I, I'm not going to be able to explain well, but you all know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, and Han is Han is talking to Luke, and he just kind of leans against Chewie while he's talking. And that little move, like he's just leaning against him. And it I just love it so much because I feel like that little move, and I'm sure it wasn't intentional because they maybe it was, but it just like it explains their friendship and their connection, Han and Chewie's like so per- precisely. And if you watch solo and then watch a new hope like soon after and you see that little move, it's just like, oh my God, it's just so good. It's just this little lean but I love it. It's the best. The little, there's so many like little moments like that, that, Mm -hmm. and especially like with Han and Chewie, the one that I thought of like right when you were talking about that was in the force awakens when both gangs come on the ship and Han Mm -hmm. is talking to both of them. And I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's like, he, he says something to the gangs and then like you get a shot of Chewie and he just like shakes his head. No, like, no, you didn't pay him back or you, you didn't come yeah. through for him or whatever it was like that little moment. Like there's so many of those just like little moments that are just so good in star Wars. Um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's definitely my favorite, but, and then also like the grander scenes, like obviously the throne room from the last Jedi is incredible. And Every time you watch it, it's, like, more incredible. And, oh, gosh, also, oh, no, okay, wait, I have a new one. Because (laughs) I have a new one. Because when I was watching A New Hope again, like, two days ago, I realized that the moment, like, when when Luke and and, uh, he's old Ben at the time, when Ben, like, first finds Luke, and Luke is, like, this droid says he belongs to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And the first time he says Obi-Wan Kenobi to Obi-Wan, his face changes, the music changes. And I literally like the last, this most recent time I watched it because I was looking for Obi-Wan content and was like focusing on him. That moment like knocked me out. Like I was like, Oh my God, it's so good. And especially when you have the context of the, the prequels and the clone wars it's just like holy crap it's so good oh my god that is a really good call that like right when you're explaining that like i knew right away where you're going with it and it just like triggers that in your mind like that exact moment oh yeah that's so good and i love one of the lines like that i say in my everyday life a lot <laughs> is i haven't heard that name in a long time long time because he says it like twice and it's just like anytime anytime someone brings something up where i can work that in like it's it's almost daily where i i say that line it's just so so funny to me growing up my brother would always say um like even if he was just going to the store he would say i'll see you in hell he always said i'll see you in hell that's so good so good yeah he still does it too <laughs> oh that's awesome that's that's great i'm gonna ha- i'm gonna have to start start with that like every time just just to my family just say it as i walk out be like, what is going on with with daddy today uh, so uh do you have a favorite okay so we talked about favorite character so obi-wan do you have 
other favorite characters that are like right up there with him or maybe a favorite character from the sequel trilogy or other trilogies or yeah i think i have a list of favorite characters i don't know that obi-wan is like my ultimate favorite but he's definitely like top five but because i think i probably have a top five more than anything i love obi-wan's on the list i love um uh, Orson Krennic for some reason I just like I'm so into him I think it's because Ben Mendelsohn is like just such a good actor but also I think that character is so complex and then if you read Rogue One Catalyst it's like oh my god that book is so good so definitely Orson Krennic I love um I really love Emphis Nest man she's so cool and like I want to know more. I want more f- from that. I'm so surprised we haven't gotten more about her. Like, come on, please, please, please. I want like all the background about Emphis Nest. So cool. I I am like still waiting on that Emphis Nest like figurine. Like Black's I like the Black Series figures. Yes. And they still haven't released anything. I don't think. I'd have to maybe double check, but uh without her mask on. And like I'm just ready for mm-hmm. that too. But she's such a cool character. Yeah. I think that's gotta be a character that gets explored hopefully in the future. For she's sure. so cool. She's so cool. For sure. And then from the from the sequel trilogy, who do I like really connect with? I really liked Jana in this new movie. I, I hope there's more about her too, because I think that whole story that she told about the first order group she was with like switching or whatever that was very interesting i'm very interested in that and um yeah and i oh and plo Koon. i love plo Koon. that's awesome so my co-host nick like plo Koon mm-hmm. is like his favorite character too and it's just yeah. so funny because yeah in our last episode we were talking about the clone wars and so i was like looking through interviews and like watching youtube videos and stuff and uh there was an interview with dave filoni and he brings up like uh how a lot of people you know connect with those like more obscure characters and mm-hmm. dave filoni said that plo Koon is like his favorite too and so i thought that was really okay. funny but yeah it's such a cool look i uh i really like kit fisto too like his, yeah. his whole look is, is so fun um attack the clones do you have a favorite obscure character uh i will say that I think the whole Willrow Hood thing is like a big reason of why I like decided to like really commit to fandom because I had never heard of that. Yeah. And then when yeah. I when I real when I heard the story and realized what was happening, I was like, this is fantastic. It's like it's so stupid, but also like so fantastic and just the best thing ever. And then I didn't see them when they do the run through celebration. I didn't see them because I was working in the darn store, but I saw a lot of pictures and I was just like, it's just the best thing ever. Cause I watched the live stream of the celebration in Orlando and I, and they showed them and I was like, what is this? This is the best thing ever. So yeah, if I had an obscure character, I do think that, he's up there just because of the ridiculous story that is connected to that. That is about as obscure as it gets. And like, I, <laughs> I love the story too. And like, that's, that's like bucket list for me to see that. So hopefully it's on the Thursday of the celebration this year where I can see that happen. Cause yeah, it's mm-hmm. the funniest thing to watch that. And just the just pictures and everything. Uh, one character that I wasn't, I didn't really love or I didn't really care for much was Dengar right the bounty hunter mm, but yes. now we have in the rise of skywalker in the visual dictionary there's the the guy i think we see him on kajimi and he looks 
it, it's not confirmed that it's Dengar, but in the visual right. dictionary, he's listed as Roth, Rothgar Dang, I think. And it yeah. says like an old Corellian bounty hunter that like got into whatever and had to be like genetically put back together. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, looks completely different. Like that entire story is just hilarious to me that he's a bounty hunter that was alive in the original trilogy. And then now we see him in the rise of Skywalker, but he's like a completely new person. Yeah. And just like, I, I love those little like things that they throw in there, like in the visual dictionary. Totally. So, just funny. Um, <laughs> so what are you most looking forward to with Star Wars in the next couple of years? We have Obi-Wan series coming out in a couple of years. We have Cassian. We have more of the Mandalorian. Uh, is there anything that you're looking forward to more than the rest? And now there's this High Republic madness. Very which... true. Wow. Um, I think I think what I'm looking forward to most is probably it's like boring, but I think I'm most looking forward to the Mandalorian just because of how innovative and and different and unique the first season was i feel like if they stay on the same track like i don't know what the heck they're gonna do in season two so that is exciting to me in that way and not even so much for the story although i love the story and i'm very excited to see what happens but just to see what the creators and the creative team are gonna do because it was just it was at not like anything I could have ever imagined. So that I think I'm looking forward to the most. And also I really hope like, I, I really want the Cassian thing to happen soon because I think that could be like super fun. I think his story is really interesting. Obviously K2 is like hilarious and the best. And I love Diego Luna and I love Alan Tudyk. So yeah, I'm also that would be the second most thing I'm looking forward to. But yeah, Mandalorian season two, I don't know what they're gonna do. But now that I saw that behind the scenes video with that crazy 360 screen, oh my god, it's just like crazy. So I, I feel like with that technology, it's like they pretty much anything is possible. So yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch and just like yeah, you're right with the technology. I I love that about Star Wars. Like they're always pushing the envelope as far as that goes and like mm-hmm. that was always george lucas's thing like with the prequels and shooting on digital and just everything like that it's it's cool to see that like continue as it comes out now but yeah i mean who isn't looking forward to uh season two like there's so many there's so many different ways it could go and like just i mean baby yeah. is there and like they gotta figure out where he came from or whatever we're gonna get we're gonna get more of that and yeah and just like the dark saber came up there at the end. And oh like, my gosh. It, when, when the Mandalorian came out, like I wasn't super thrilled about it. Like I loved like the Mandalore stuff in clone wars, but I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was going to be. You know, I was like, Oh, it's going to be cool. Western or whatever. But then like first episode, you know, like at the end, like everyone remembers like where they were when the little tiny baby Yoda, like came, came up and just like blew everyone's mind. Seriously, like I feel the same way. I didn't know what to expect from it because I, I'm not a huge fan of like of violence. I guess uh, in in movies and stuff, it's just like it's not for me. I don't have like any stance against it, but it's just like after watching a lot of it, I'll start to kind of like glaze over. Like I just can't really handle it. I don't really enjoy it. So I was kind of afraid that it would be mostly just like cool guy doing cool guy beating up people stuff you know and like it was just so not that 
in so many ways. And I, I was so impressed with like the story was so complex. I love that he like gets his ass kicked like all the time. Yeah. Like that was really refreshing. And yeah, the baby Yoda thing, I, I was talking to somebody about that recently. It was like, I, I'll never forget that just because it was like, I could not have ever imagined that in like a million years. Yeah. And the fact that they yeah. kept that like such a good secret is just amazing. Oh my God. Like I, oh, yeah. I was actually on an airplane and so I downloaded it. I had a really early flight. I downloaded it to my phone before I got on the plane so I could watch it on the plane and I'm watching yeah. it. And one of my coworkers was sitting by me and he hadn't obviously watched it either yet. And mm-hmm. so like, right at the, right at the end, I was like, Oh my God, like you have to watch this, like watch it now. Like I gotta, I gotta yeah. talk to somebody about this and I can't tell you yeah. what happened, but it's just like, and it was just like, we had the same look on our face, you know, after it and just like, what is going on right now? And it's just literally, what is this? Yeah. And then like, yeah, you're right. Like he's a babysitter, you know, he's babysitting this child. And like, he, he has a strong affection for the child. Like, it's just so good. I'm, I'm so excited with it. Yeah. And I, I don't ever hear anything bad about like, everybody loves it. You know, know. it's, yeah, it's just so unique. It's like, it's, uh, it's really a game changer, I think. Yeah, it is. It in was, a big way. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, it can it's going to open up so many doors for yeah what they can do with the casting mm-hmm. series Obi Wan any anything that they want to do on Disney Plus and it's just so cool. And speaking of Disney Plus, so Cl- Clone Wars is back, season Ooh. seven. Uh, did you watch the first episode? And I did. I thought you did. What'd you think? <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I will. I will be honest that I didn't watch the. Uh, the rough animation that was released of the bad batch arc. So it was new to me. And yeah, I also, I forgot to mention this when we were talking about favorite characters, but I have like, I feel like a really strong connection to like the clones in general. Um, I just think they're really, really complex and interesting. And yeah, even like when I was watching attack of the clones today, I was like, what? Like there's something about it that I like can't put my finger on, but I like want to talk about it I wanted so I might end up making a zine about it someday yeah but the the first episode was very very cool I felt I thought it was super well done I think the bad batch is really really cool I love tech I'm like obsessed with tech I don't know why I just think he's so cool I love the glasses goggles situation I think I just as soon as I saw that character I was like that one I like I like that one yeah I like that one (laughs) And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see where the season goes. Um, I wasn't, I didn't watch it Clone Wars when it was on. I I slowly have been catching up as the new season's been approaching, but yeah, it's such a, it's such a good show. It's really, really cool. And I'm, I'm scared to see where it's going to go because of order 66 and all the, I know it's going to probably be a huge, (laughs) a huge bummer, but but I think there's a lot of cool stuff they could do with it for sure. Did you like it too? I, I yeah, it was so good. So I, and I did watch the unfinished reels. So mm. I, I watched them. I can't even remember when. And then like a month ago, I rewatched episode, the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I probably shouldn't watch all these. Cause I kind of had forgotten <laughs> a little bit of what happened. And so like pretty right. much my memory from the second episode to the fourth episode, like I don't really remember, but even mm-hmm. seeing the first one, unfinished recently and then with the new one it felt brand new anyways just because the animation was just like so good it just yeah. it was 
like I'm ready for a Star Wars animated movie after seeing that because like just watching it in HD and like just the the little details and the the explosion like just looked like mm-hmm. real fi- like it was just crazy. So yeah, no, I loved it. I'm I'm so ready for for the next couple episodes. But yeah, you're right. It's gonna be it's gonna get tragic at the end, and it's gonna it's gonna be tough to watch because it looks like they might be going into the Revenge of the Sith timeline. That's what, that's what everybody's saying, and it's like it, it'll yeah. I don't. It's not gonna be fun. No, <laughs> but I think it'll be really interesting though. Like. And it'll be important as far as like our full story that we've seen so far goes, but yeah, it's going to be a bummer. <laughs> it is. It's uh, yeah, we're going to love it, but it, like, like all things star Wars, it's all tragedy. So that's exactly. Scott Docker's thing is star Wars is tragedy. So, <laughs> star Wars is tragedy. but we love it anyways. Last question. And then, okay. and then we'll be done. So if you could pick one star Wars movie or TV show to be made in the future, what would it be about? Hmm. I've thought of this. I know that I've thought about this. Oh man. I mean, the first thing that I thought of was how good the Lando comic was with the whole thing with, with Lobot and how Lobot became the Lobot that we know in Empire Strikes Back. And I don't know if Donald Glover would do it, but that in live action would be really good that'd be so good donald glover really really. he was just like oh my god like i feel like as soon as that casting announcement happened everybody was like yeah duh yeah you know he can do anything right but he was better even than like he was just so perfectly fit to the role and like uh so yeah if that that would be so cool that would be really good i loved it i really liked solo like this it was so fun, you know, from beginning to end. It was just like from the minute, you know, he's in the speeder at the very beginning to the very end. Like, it's just so fun. It just feels like a super fun adventure. I hope we do get more. And yeah, Lando was like one of my favorite parts of that. And Donald Glover, like he can do no wrong. Like he's just, he's just good at everything. It's so true. But yeah, at, at the same time, like as much as I think that would be super cool and for like a million reasons, I do also want to just like see stuff that, we've never seen like you know especially after like episode nine um yep. I, I just like wanna i want to see like totally new stuff that's why like i'm definitely intrigued by the high republic stuff like i i'm not i didn't get super deep into legends so i don't know a lot about like the old republic but um yeah so i'm just like i'm ready for whatever but i definitely want like new stuff different stuff i feel like mandalorian is definitely giving us that in a way at least and oh, yeah. Yeah, just more, more of that, more just like weird, dirty, like, you know, underworld stuff would be cool, you know, all that. Yeah, I, I, I'm just excited. There, there's so many different ways, but yeah, I think like a blank slate, like story that like mm-hmm. we haven't heard before, and so yeah, I'm super excited for the High Republic stuff, and like I love Star Wars books and everything, but yeah, I'm ready for that mm-hmm. next like major movie announcement what's, what's i'm not coming? ready you're ready i'm, <laughs> I'm not ready. ready i'm not ready i like because i can't even imagine what it's gonna be and i'm just like i just don't know i just don't know yeah. i just don't know i'm definitely anxious and like kind of nervous yeah. but at the same time yeah. like i'm so ready and like they um what was it last week uh broke that the, one of the next movies is going to be written by i cannot remember their names right now um because i wasn't super familiar with them but 
one of the guys who had written Luke Cage. And mm-hmm. uh, so, the, you know, and it looks like, you know, I, I just really hope they continue to get diverse voices to tell the stories yeah. because you're right with the Mandalorian. Like it was, there was so many different, one of my favorite episodes was episode five and it was almost like a horror mm-hmm. episode where they were all on the ship trying to break out um, the Twi'lek and it like the lights went off and then um, the Mandalorian got caught in the jail. So like, it just felt mm-hmm. like something different in which that's why, why I really like clone wars too, is because they really go off the rails with it. And I'm just ready for like them to keep pushing, you know, the new stories and, and the new waves. Totally. And that's why I really like crossing my fingers for like an animated film too. Like, I just think that'd be awesome. They could do so many things with that. Oh yeah. Yeah, totally. That that's even more like freedom for sure. It would be easier to do like so many different things. Yeah. I would be totally into that. Honestly, anything though. I'm so, I'm so easy in that way that I'm like, whatever it is, I'm going to watch it. You know, uh, I'm the same way. <laughs> like I, I can find negative stuff here and there, but like for the most part, like I just love it all. And that's just like, yeah. I, I know I annoy like some of my friends where I'm like, Oh yeah, I love that. Like there's certain things that I will tell you, like if I think I didn't like it, but oh sure, yeah, like pretty much everything though. Like I'm just, I'm excited for it and ready to go. Yeah. It's, I'm the same way. Yeah. For sure. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining me. This is a lot of fun. I appreciate your time. And um, I'm glad I got, it was fun to learn a lot more about your art and the zine and everything that goes into it. It's just, just so cool. I'm glad we got to talk like this instead of just Ooh. online. So we'll have to definitely do it again. Um, for sure. Thank you so much for the opportunity and for always being so supportive and yeah. Oh, absolutely. And can you tell the people out there where they can mm-hmm. find you? Yes. So I'm pretty much only on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is sacred something by Kara. And you can see all my art there. You can see all the zines there. And in the link in the bio, there's an order form to order anything you want. Or you can just message me and tell me you want stuff and I'll get you set up. And yeah, but just check out stuff. And if you want to be in the zine, you can always let me know. I love having people write stuff and draw stuff. And yeah. Yeah, all that good stuff. That's great. Definitely check her out on Instagram and definitely follow her first off, but get subscribed to the zine because it's so good and you'll enjoy it every single month. But yeah, thanks again. And um, until next time, may the force be with you.